0: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go! Here
1: we go! Here we go! Here we go! This is it!
2: This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Blah, blah, blah.
1: I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Just, oh, come on, that's
2: our Monday morning episode. Sorry, are you saying something there? Yes, yeah, so I've just, just been to having a go on the massage
1: gun that I got my wife for Christmas.
2: Oh, you, you just fucking went straight ploughing in with that? Yeah,
1: no, but it's not you, important. I mean, we can talk about no, it time. No, I like time. it. I like the sound of it. <laughs> it was just on my I, mind.
2: You couldn't hold back.
1: You got it for your wife, did you I've say? I got my wife a massage gun. Right. <laughs> Have you ever had a yeah. go on one?
2: I haven't. No, I'm going to have to go you know one I and was, see what I was it looks gonna, like. I was
1: going to bring it on air, because um, mm. if you put it to your chest, like around near your cavicle, are you familiar with the cavicle? Yeah, of course I am. Yeah. Um, you put, well, it was massive in the noughties, wasn't it, the cavicle? Yeah, the it was cavicle, was a big yeah. thing in the noughties.
2: It was like the metatarsal. That was big Yeah, then as it
1: was well, the, it it? the bone of the 90s. No, the mm. noughties. It was the bone of the noughties. That, and, well, for men, it was the metatarsal, and for women, it was the clavicle. Yeah, right. I'm
2: looking at it now, physio massage gun
1: if you do it there Ooh, that, looks, that looks nice it's great mate because it yeah. it'd be really it'd be an interesting pod experiment if you're ever interested I wouldn't do a whole episode but I could just demonstrate to you it's certainly the sort of thing that would have ended up on a variety show in the 70s or 80s like someone yeah. who just holds something to them
2: a little bit like Norman Collier when he pretend the microphone had gone off. Yeah. And he'd go in and out You of, say of when speech. he'd yeah. do
1: that, as if he had other things that he did. But that was literally...
2: That was it, his, pretty much, ...his routine. Me, and I'm good, not knocking though. him for it, was...
1: because I laughed no. every single time he did it. <laughs>
2: yeah. You don't really need much else. It's like Les Dawson playing the piano. It
1: if was, if it... that
2: was all Les Dawson did, which, of course, it wasn't. It but wasn't. If it was, that would but, be enough.
1: But Norman Collier really did only pretend that his microphone was broken. <laughs> and he got a very good career out of it for years and years and years
2: there was lots of that kind of thing Bernie Clifton going round on the ostrich
1: oh that was which fucking some of us funny th- took,
2: us, so- took some of us years to figure that out how that worked
1: the no- yeah and the, o- the ostrich just kept, lose, like, kept losing control or he lost control yeah. of the ostrich in a way it was a bit of an emu rip off
2: that was an emu an emu thing yeah
1: it, totally but it was cool. funny nonetheless I mean it wasn't emu yeah. but at the end of the day what is yeah I told you I'm about that geezer who I told you what? about that geezer I met in the pub last year who said that he went round and washed Rod Hull's car didn't I No I don't think you did I don't think you did Fucking hell I went to the I went to a gig and I was in this pub <laughs>
2: apologies just, to the listeners if you did and I forgot I was in this that pub beforehand
1: and I got talking to a group of people who were like you know there was a there was a mate I was with my brother and my mate, and yeah. then my brother had a mate there, and it was just loads of... And it was like, these people were mates with my brother's mate. Anyway, one of those situations. And uh one of them, I got talking to him, and it uh, turns out he grew up in the area where I went to school. And mm. he told me... He went, oh, yeah. And all he had to share about that area was, yeah, good area, isn't it? Of course, I used to live round there. <laughs> good area. Right? That was the only thing he had to say about it. And I went, well, not what? I didn't know that, guy." you said you went to school there five years. I said, yeah. And then how would you not know that Rod Hull lived there? And I said, well, that's a good question. I'm standing there feeling like a bit of a cunt, to be honest, because how would I have not known that? Um i thought Rod Hull would kick himself to himself when he didn't have Emia with him. Well, the, the main... The two things that I remember, I'm, I'm sure I did tell you this now, actually, because I remember he, they... they they knew that Rod Hole's in the area. So when they were kids, they were going around door to door. Can I wash your car? You know, make a bit of money. Right, yeah, yeah. And they they said, let's go to Rod Hole's house. So they went to Rod Hole's house, right? And he had a sign in the front driveway. And you know people say things mm. like, I mean, we've talked about it, like sweary signs recently, weren't we? Like, don't let your mm. fucking dog shit in the, in the, on the pavement. Or, you know, I do not want junk mail. Or, yeah. or as Raggedy Ann does I've got one of them or as, I've got one of them or as Raggedy Ann does do not deliver couriers do not deliver packages <laughs> to the house and that opposite like really like do not deliver them to that cunt yeah. Delaney or well, couriers yeah or well, you know like um, delivery men you know like yeah and they go do, she's got a note being very specific that she doesn't want any package dropped at my house because that would re- mm. even though my door is right opposite hers that would require her to knock on the door yeah. and have to have a two second exchange with one of us do you,
2: do, you, do you ever find yourself both leaving your doors at the same time and having an, yeah. an, an impromptu well, unwelcome un- exchange
1: interesting actually you should ask that because that does happen and it's always super awkward well not for yeah. me so much I kind of like it because we'll both come out at the same time and I will try to make eye contact and smile and she will just put her head down and fucking Kill scatter with off scuttle mm. off right scuttle she'll scuttle mm. right yeah in all directions she'll, she'll sometimes go down on all force. Uh, do you know yeah. there's a really good bit in the best film ever made which of course is Revenge of the Sith where Obi-Wan is fighting with General Grievous and they're having this ruck and Obi-Wan's on top obviously right and General Grievous, it's really, it's a really weird, creepy bit. He just all of a sudden mm. goes from fully upright on his hind legs, without any warning, the cunt goes down and turns into like a spider and just scuttles <laughs> off on like six legs. You think, what the fuck's <laughs> happening there? And there's never any explanation. It, so ah. It's like this. So you can That's just something <laughs> he does. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah exactly. And Obi Wan, because <laughs> Obi Wan's attitude is like, fuck me, I have been all over this fucking galaxy. I'm at a stage where nothing would surprise me anymore. I'm fighting well, this fucking geezer. He's half man, half robot. Fine, I've seen a million like it. But then, all of a sudden, when I'm about to destroy him, he fucking goes down, and all these other legs come out, and suddenly he's like a big spider, and he just fucking goes off at a million miles per hour.
2: Fucking hell!
1: Um, imagine it Imagine having that in your locker. Imagine that. That's how I think. raggedy... And no one knows about it till you do it. Raggedy Ann, like. Operates like that sometimes when she's angered, she'll go down into she 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 takes the form of a human spider and scuttles off. Yeah. My my daughter went for a sleepover last year and they, her mates put on a horror film and she was very she was very put out by this because she doesn't like horror films. But all her mates like, ah shut up, we're gonna watch it and you're gonna have to watch it. She was like, oh fuck, right. And it was called I think it's called The Visit and these kids go to visit their grandparents. But the thing is, they'd never actually met their grandparents before, so their mum stuck them on the train, said, here's your tickets, get off at this stop, and these two old people will meet you. They're your grandparents, you're staying with them. Of course, what happens is, two fucking moody old people meet them, and it's not really their grandparents, but they're not to know. It's two people masquerading as grandparents. Anyway, the grandparents turn out to be fucking psycho weirdo nutters, right? And the bit that's lived with my daughter and she can never get over... Is that at one point in the night, one of them like gets up and sees the grandma and the grandma's down on all fours scuttling sideways (laughs) like a like a spider. Right. Yeah. This old woman. And my daughter saw this and she just like she's never got over it. And she (laughs) admitted to me (laughs) that now she stays at either of her grandma's houses. Like even, at, <laughs> even at my mum's in the Isle of Wight, she keeps freaking <laughs> out. And when she closes eyes, she pictures my mum down on all fours doing a fucking spider <laughs> scuttle around the hallway. <laughs> I think at
2: this point, right, at this point in this episode, we should everybody, all the listeners, me, you, everybody, take a moment... To visualise our grandparents, whether they're still alive yeah. or if they're not with us anymore, just take a moment to visualize them on all floors, scuttling around like that. Like a spider. Yeah, it's enjoyable. Doing a
1: spider scuttle. There's something yeah, mad but also scary and disturbing about anyone who gets down and does a spider scuttle. But uh um, yeah. Raggedy goes to me, um I bumped into her and I think she's she's I think she's happy because her son seems to be back from university, so maybe that cheered her up. I fucking saw her over Christmas and she went, and I'm not exaggerating when I say she was the friendliest she has ever been to me Wow! in the, what, eight and a half years that I've lived in this house. Wow. By a mile, the friendliest she's ever been. And this was why she went, oh, hello. Did I see that you've got a lovely little puppy? oh and i went this is her achilles heel yeah props. and she went that's wonderful i caught a glimpse of her the other day and she looks gorgeous and i'm like what the fuck's going on here she'd been on the fucking happy pills or something okay yeah that's right it's a puppy we got a kitten and all <laughs> i might as well cash in while it's going well and she went but what about and i went nelson he died dead and then she went Nelson, that can't dead long gone. Uh, We moved on. Scattered him on a plant, didn't we? (laughs) Had him incinerated. (laughs) She said, oh, that's such a shame. He was such a lovely cat. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. Um, So that was that, and I'm still reading from it now. But I'm wondering now whether it was a bit of a threat like a a villain, an East End villain might Mm. make like,
2: oh. Here's the lovely kitten you've got
1: there. Hello. I heard you. (laughs) Words reach me that you've got yourself a delightful little puppy. Yeah, that's right, I have. Oh, that must be lovely for you and the kiddies. Yeah, it is. It would be very unfortunate if anything were (laughs) happened to that puppy. Like, for instance, if it were to lose its tail in a nasty carving knife accident.
2: Or if someone were to, let's say, run it over. (laughs) Accidentally, obviously.
1: Uh, Unfortunately... I've heard that a lot of puppies are being poisoned <laughs> round this street recently. <laughs> so just be careful, yeah? Anyway, nice to see you, and Happy New Merry Year. Merry Christmas. <laughs> so it could have been a threat, I don't know, but I'm still confused by it. Uh, yeah, it, it feels like part one
2: of some kind of play Yeah, a power play. Uh,
1: yeah. Are the puppy and kitten in danger? I would say probably yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you got insurance on them? What, for if they get murdered? Uh, Yeah. anything oh pet insurance yeah listen I want to extend my uh, I need to extend my policy have you got murder insurance (laughs) no it's just I've got a strong suspicion that someone will quite soon try to murder one or both of these pets and if it happens worst case scenario God forbid (laughs) I would like some sort of payout What's that? Millwall? Yeah, I've already got the Millwall. I've got the yeah, Millwall, but I don't I've think it's that's covered. up. there's an excess on that as well, isn't there? <laughs> no, no. I want a totally separate thing from the Millwall cover because it might not even be Millwall. I know, obviously, Millwall may be planning on murdering my pets, but there's someone else involved now. A lot closer to home. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, it doesn't sound good.
1: But, yeah, Rod's but, uh, hole. His sign in the front garden was really specific, a yeah, this bloke. It said, please do not piss on this car's tyres. Do not piss on this, on this car's, car's tyres. It was a sign next to his car, which he had parked please. in the driveway. They said, please. But she he thought, so someone must have been coming around to piss on Rod Hall's tyres, like, regularly. It would do that? Why? I don't know, but maybe it was like, a piss head and that was his route home from the pub and it just becomes some sort of pathological, that's my piss stop.
2: Maybe he'd left his scent on it once and then like a dog, he'd yeah. like returned again and again. Oh, to, well, that's to another thing. Uh,
1: obviously, I've got lots of dog-related questions, <laughs> so I will hold that thought about that, why they I'll return hold that to their favourite yeah. piss and shit spots. Yeah. Right.
2: If we get time as well, I'll tell you about how I fell off a treadmill yesterday. Oh, good.
1: Oh, all right. That's just, um, you know, <laughs> Well, Does yeah, basically... That's the end of the story, other than they knocked on the door and they said, can we wash your car? <laughs> Sounds like it fucking needs it. Stinks of piss. <laughs> we'll to, I mean, like-
2: if I saw a sign, if I was, if I was mischievous, let's say, and I saw a sign that said, please do not piss on the tyres of this the car. Tires. They'd, I'd piss on the tyres of that car. straight yeah. And away, then I'd knock on the door
1: and go, hello, mister. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't help but notice, <laughs> but someone's just pissed on your tyres. Would you like me to wash it for you? You're going to have to take <laughs> out my platinum package, I'm afraid, because that covers urine. Yes, yeah, thirty quid. <laughs> I mean, it's, it,
2: it gets me thinking. It was Rod Hull into having his tyres yeah, pissed maybe it was a was
1: coded message. Yeah, invite it. Oh,
2: I don't but know. The best but bit. Weirdly, the best
1: bit about the story is he went after the transaction ended. The boys obviously couldn't resist it, and they said, mm. "Excuse me, is, um, is he in? Is, is, is he mewing?" <laughs> Right, and he went. yes, he's in. And he went.
2: As if he's fucking yeah. gone out. Yeah, he,
1: no, he's out with his mates. <laughs> right. And he goes. He's out with Orville. He goes. He's no. Yeah, he's in. And then they went. Can we meet him? And he went. No, he's sleeping at the moment. Oh, oh what a cunt! I, yeah, no, oh. I think it's quite a sweet thing to say to young. That they were quite young, you know. They're like, I don't know, nine yeah. or ten. And he's got no. Yeah. He's sleeping. And when I was nine or ten, I probably it was a bit like all those things when you're at that age. Like You know Santa doesn't exist, but you kind of want to go along with the masquerade anyway yeah. because you find it makes you feel warm and fuzzy. And so if Ron Hull had said to me, Emu's sleeping, even now, as I say the words, mm. I picture Emu in a lovely, cosy little cot.
2: I mean, yeah, because if he'd had shown Emu off, everybody would want to look, wouldn't they? You can't, you yeah. can't spread that you can go and tell
1: around. everyone That school. would go around like wildfire. And fire. then they'd be like, knock, 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 Yeah, of
2: course.
1: Em, yeah. Bring emu out. Fuck off, yeah. kids, and you can Everyone's... all stop pissing on my tyres as well. Th-
2: that's it. They're, they're standing in the queue to get to the door. They're all pissing on the tyres while they fucking weird. <laughs> that's fucking... Nightmare.
1: You know, people don't know this, but human urine actually corrodes rubber. <laughs> Over time, it does. It's toxic.
2: Can I just remind you of the time when we were doing the Zippy Odyssey yeah. and the... Uh, I think it was the son of Zippy's custodian got him and George out Yeah, and, and oh, especially first. for us God, yeah, we've had oh, some man. great
1: things happen to us if you think about it over the years so you know fucking hell I wouldn't have been able to dream of this kind of stuff first Z- the fucking Zippy's owner is it was it the official custodian, custodian I think we'll call them. gets them yeah. all out from the attic for us and what was the other thing and then of course Chops Lady last year oh yeah. we've been around
2: Uh, we've done some things hey while you were just um, talking about Rod Hull I just thought I'd scan the emails and see if there's anything decent over the last week or two while we've been Christmasing and there's an email from Christmas Eve uh, from Robert Harriman and it just says Rod Hull this is your life so the cosmos has done us a favour here he says alright you cunts right, right. Robert (laughs) Uh, I've I've said uh, anyway um, found this and loved it um, and it's there's two emails he sent the link i think to the to the this is your life rod hull episode lots to love he says from sally james mm. oh my interest is immediately yeah. piqued sally james to the anonymous son-in-law who looks like bob Carroll. geez says might be worth a deep dive if not fuck it hope you enjoy it anyway i'm gonna have a look at that and i think that could very well be deep diveable yeah. rod hulls this is your life because we were talking about doing some this is your life's or lives oh whatever the we did didn't is, we? We? that's a
1: great idea we did that's a great so idea. The, start,
2: the cosmos is delivered there, I think, because I've just had a little look while you were talking about Rod Hull, and yeah. that just jumped out from the emails. Yeah. So I think that might be something we need to do.
1: Um, um,
2: what were you going to say about the the uh, the, the puppy? What well,
1: was th- yeah. Well, obviously, I'm still spending a huge amount of time in the dead of, of night, lo- like waiting for Are, my puppy to sleep downstairs. We're taking it in turns: two nights on, two nights off.
2: Right that why your wife needs the massage you know because it's uncomfortable to sleep downstairs
1: <laughs> i thought you were going to say for sexual <laughs> gratification no, no we've, i was going to um, say that at all we've uh i've had to we, we've Not in front like, of a puppy. People, people don't need to know but you know in case you're wondering we've had to rearrange our um our, our sex life around the puppy <laughs> people will know that, that is that i'm just being honest that's you have to right. fuck it i didn't expect it but you do have yeah. to yeah you have to um, it's good
2: to know that it's still act- It's still active. It's, it's, a, a, it's a thing. It's
1: an active. It's active, but even it's it wasn't. It t- wasn't fucking resistant to the entry of <laughs> this fucking puppy into our lives. It's temporarily been rearranged. Well, the that's thing is, fine. it's just like this. I mean, that's just one example of the many, many things that you're not ready for when you get a fucking puppy. I mean, mm. I mean, that's just one. You know, it's a
2: lot uh, like having a baby. Like I said to you the other day, you're in a state of emergency. It's just total chaos. Yeah, You've got to write it out.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. You got to look at it as like war. But someone today, mm. I've been round someone's house. Um, they gave me a pen, a, a dog pen. All right, right. What? <laughs> it's, a, it's like a, you know, like a play pen, right? That I've you been
2: re- oh, put right. a kid I'm in. No, not a writing
1: pen. Like a, it's like a play right. pen. I don't know if Oscar I ever where had we'll one, on there. but it's quite good because you can you can put it in there, and it's not right. locked in. Like if you put them in this their crate, which is what. Which is some sort of new word for fucking cage. Cage, right?
2: isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's a nice word for
1: cage. I kept reading this shit everywhere before I got a dog going, you have to crate chain it. Crates are very good for a dog. Crates teach they like, crates it makes them feel safe and I'm like oh yeah well I better get out of one of these crates then so Anna's <laughs> gone to the fucking pet shop and she said what shall I get when I'm there this is before the tuppy arrives I go yeah well, you better get a crate because every fucking cunt I listen to go crate this crate that they're willing get a fucking crate whatever that is so she goes all right then she comes back and go where the fuck's that she goes it's the crate I said a crate that's a fucking cage I've seen panoramas where they're fucking locking where Spanish men or Romanian men are putting their fucking dogs in cages like that and fucking Roger Cook's chasing them down the street about it going mental and now suddenly fast forward 20 years and it's supposed to be trendy to put your fucking dog in a cage like that it used to be an arrestable
2: offence I've seen advert on ITV4 the afternoon where you've got to donate money after you've see you seen in the them sitting there. i seen a
1: fucking dog in a cage, a fucking tiny cage. I tried to put it in there. Understandably, it fucking hated it. Doc doesn't want to be squished
2: into a fucking cage. Jalapeno. Here's a Brief But Annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this Brief But Annoying message
1: if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or Brief But Annoying messages like this that'll get right on your ticks.
2: Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com/ironfilings.
1: Jalapeño.
0: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. jd power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store and now save 50 percent on the sleep number limited edition smart bed for a limited time for jd power 2023 award information visit jdpower.com awards only at a sleep number store or sleepnumber.com
1: jalapeño
0: and i'll tell you what else happened as well i put it in the cage
1: and the cat loves it, because what the cat can do then is run over and put its yeah. claw through the cage and swipe at right. the dog, and then just back, and then do all that, like, ah, I can't get me, can you, cunt? Because you're in a fucking cage. I ain't got a cage. They don't need to put me in a cat. For some reason, they think you need to be contained in a cage. I roam free. I do what the fuck I want. And then he jumps on the roof and does it from above as well. I'm up here now, cunt. Smash, smash, smash. (laughs) Claw, claw, claw. Has the cat been laid outside yet, though? No, that's the only thing the dog's got over the cat. But their fights are becoming more... I saw, no word of a lie, I walked into the room earlier and I saw Bobby's entire cat head, right? And bear in mind, (laughs) it is a kitten, but the vet did say to us the last time the vet examined him that he had a particularly large head. For a kitten.
2: Oh, right. Okay. All
1: right. I was like, good, I'll take it as a compliment. Right. Yeah. You know what they say about fellas with big heads? Yeah. He's got a big cat cock and all. Right. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and the, the, its whole head was inside Cookie's mouth in a play fight. Whoa. It's, I was like, where's its head? It's bearing its fucking head off. How's that happened? That's what they do like the dog the cat usually starts it it'll just ambush the dog jump on it they'll have a roll around and then the dog opens his entire jaw her entire jaw full full thing like yeah. in Jurassic Park right and, yeah. and, the, and then just puts it around the cat's head and the cat's just fucking got his hell. head in it's fucking but then the cat will be like scratching the dog's body and face
2: Wow. sometimes
1: I break it Is up but most of the time, I'm a bit more like Attenborough, and I think, and so yeah, got to let up, nature you? takes yes, it. It's, you can't interfere. Yeah. You cannot interfere. Yeah. It's against nature as well. If no. the dog bites the cat's head off, so, so be, be it. it. So be it. Yeah, you can't play god, son. You can't. I'm not really god. Can't. I'm just a man with a cat and a pup, with a kitten and a puppy, and a load of them fucking little shit bags <laughs> everywhere. Ugh. <laughs> uh, but like, why? They said these this, these people who gave me this playpen thing they said look it is a nightmare but and no one really tells you what a nightmare is but they said consider it like having a newborn but on fast forward I said what do you mean they said well a newborn's born it takes you minimum of a year before you even fucking begin to get your head around it or your life back to normal they went with a dog you go through the whole process but like in two three months yeah you're not saying anything to that. You're thinking, yeah, try fucking six, seven years, you cunt.
2: Well, no, I mean, it's like eight eight years now with Oscar, but Oscar's a one-off.
1: Yeah, but Oscar sleeps uh, through the night, right?
2: Oh, yeah, of course he does. That's that's all
1: I care about at the moment, right? He's just annoying when he's awake. I just want to toilet train this dog, which every day I'm making progress on. Yeah, you'll get there. And I want to be able to go to bed and sleep through the night without having to set an alarm twice to get up Take it out and watch it in the dark, in the middle of the night. Sniff 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 sniff, 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 sniff. Then finally, you think, "Oh, I've found a place I'm willing to shit." That's what it acts like. Mm. So then it adopts the position, right? Mm. And then you're you're there thinking, "Oh, thank God! Go on, just do it, just do it, Cookie. Just fucking do it." And then last minute, she, she's like, "This. Actually, do you know what? No, don't know. No, I don't ask else. me why. It just no, doesn't feel right.
2: No, this isn't the right place. Doesn't. Yeah. Feel, I thought Let's it begin was again. right."
1: And I can't. Yeah. If you asked me to explain it, I couldn't. It's 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 in my gut. It's my guts talking here, right? It's literally Quite literally. literally. To talking, yeah. And I'm gonna to have to carry on sniffing. So then she'll like sniff this, sniff, sniff, and then you think, come on, you must be close. But then she runs across all of a sudden to another part of the garden and does the mm. whole process all over again. And then sometimes she might do that two, three times. And then she's like, so what? I'm fucking out. On second thoughts, I just don't think I need a shit at all. And she walks back to the door, and I go, "Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? I've got up yeah. in the middle of the night for this. You were you were in position three separate times. Yeah, I know, but in the end, I just thought, do you know what? Don't force didn't, it.
2: Didn't like any of the positions. And then but I go, Hang on, you've 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 been in the crouching position. That means you need a shit.
1: You definitely need There's a shit. There's something in there to come out. And then you've just decided each time you've chosen three different locations." And you've decided against them last minute. I mean, she was touching cloth each time, right? Yeah, and, that's, the, that's the technical phrase for, and, us for her, and yeah. it. And each time she's like, no. And then she's going, I want to go back in. And I go, no. We can, and I'm torn between thinking, well, on the one hand, I'm freezing. I'm in my pyjamas. Of course, I want to go back in and get back under the cover. But on the other hand, you, you need to shit. And the dog's looking at me like this. Listen, mate, chill out. Let's go back in and get cozy. And it don't matter. Because if I end up needing a shit again once you're asleep, I'll just do it in the kitchen, won't I? It's no problem. <laughs> let's just pretend this let's just pretend this didn't happen. And I'll be like, Move yeah, but on. the whole point is I don't want you to shit in the kitchen. That's why I set the alarm and took you out here. I know, but listen, you just it's sleep. Warmer in here. You sleep, I'll have a nice warm shit in the kitchen. And when you wake up in the morning, all you have to do is quickly clean it up. But I don't want to clean it up. Ah, oh, what difference is it make? Kitchen floor, garden lawn, it's all the yeah. End of the day, mate, you're picking my shit up at some point in the next few hours. This is right where it is? You don't need. Stop being all fussy oh. about exactly where you pick it up from. So that yeah, that's that.
2: And the only advice I would give was too late now. Just don't get a puppy in de- in winter. Yeah, that, in the I summer. did think
1: that. Yeah, I, I thought it would be, this good. would be so much easier if I could just have the doors open. And also, yeah. um, what was the other thing I was going to say to you? Uh, about Oscar, um, do you have a code word that triggers Oscar into shitting or pissing?
2: Um, when we're out for a walk, I'll just say, um, "Are you going to have a poo?"
1: That and is and that do you it? stick consistently it, it, with that exact yeah. phrase? Yeah. And, I
2: mean, when we're out for a walk, he'll do one anyway right? At some point. But if I if I'm going out somewhere and need to just take him for a very yeah, you're, very you're brief time walk, get, get get everything yeah. done. Before I leave him in the house for like a few you hours. You might be going
1: to a gig, for example. Yeah, and, you know, something or like to the that, football. yeah. You don't know, and he has got to wait there. Yeah,
2: and I've, I've got to take him out. And it's not a full walk thing, it's just around the corner mm. job. and There's like loads of grass verges nearby, you just do it on one there. But I, I'll say to him, have a good boy, have a poo, go on. Mm. Are you going to have a poo?
1: Yeah, and he, he having he a poo he, he's come to understand that. Yeah, he knows what it means, yeah. i do, I've, so it's good. I'm working on one. I um, know everyone's got their own one. Someone told me theirs mm. was "Be quick," which I thought, well, "Yeah, quite nice, but lacks warmth." I've got one that all of my mm. neighbours will be familiar with by now because all, right. all I, I go, "Cookie do wee wee."
2: Oh, I like it. Nice. I'm, I'm wondering
1: yeah. that it doesn't sound rough and tough enough. You know, when I'm out on the streets, mm. like at the moment, it's mainly in my garden. Mm. When I'm out on the streets, I've got my reputation, my hard man reputation to protect, yeah. and I'm thinking, "Cookie do wee wee." Does it sound well?
2: You won't need to do it because she'll just do wee wee wherever when you're right. out and about.
1: Okay, you know, yeah, yeah. You won't
2: need to make her do it because she'll be mark. She'll be marking a her scent yeah. here, there, and everywhere. So don't worry, about so I don't that. need but to probably, think of think a,
1: I- a harder sounding one for when I'm out on the streets. Like fucking do it if you if you want. Do it, yeah. you horrible bitch.
2: But I'm saying she'll just do it anyway okay, because right. yeah. she'll need to do it. I mean, I think I told you when Oscar goes in the garden, I always say, "Hurry up!"
1: Yes, and that's then, it. Hurry up! Yeah. That's
2: it. I say, "Hurry up!" And, and, he, and he knows what that and means. When we're out and about, and he needs, I need him to have a shit. I see how you're gonna have a poop.
1: Right? Okay. Yeah. So, hurry up. That's more friendly. sort of vibe. Yeah. I'm going for the cookie Do wee wee. Just yeah. fucking get a move on. I ain't got all fucking nights stand around doing this. Anyway, what happened yeah. with this treadmill? Where was it? You've got a treadmill well, in your just, house.
2: I've got a treadmill. I've got a treadmill in my garage. Yeah. And I've started yeah, using it. Just I, I'm too fucking. I can't do running.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so I'm doing like kind of power walking. Yeah. On the treadmill, and I've got the iPad, and I'm watching stuff while nice. I'm doing it. Because yeah. you know, walking and not doing anything is boring as fuck. Yeah. So I'm watching. I'm watching this thing that was on BBC One just last week called Mayflies.
1: Oh yeah, and it's it was a two-part. It, by Andrew Hagen. Yeah,
2: Andrew Hagen, <laughs> and it's um, yeah. it's two mates, and one of them's got terminal cancer, and he yeah. wants the other one to take him to Switzerland and help him uh, make a sharp exit. Yeah. So it's really good. I've only watched part one of it, so I'm halfway through watching that. I thought I'll, 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 I could walk for an hour and watch an episode of that. Watch
1: a watch a the, program about euthanasia? No problem. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> While trying to get fit and avoid death myself,
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> I thought. And then for some fucking reason, I must have got distracted from the walk and then I just either caught my foot on the edge of the treadmill or went too far back.
1: Oh, no. Maybe I blacked out. I don't know. Next
2: thing I know, I'm on my knees. Oh, no. And I'm on my knees. I've come off the back of the treadmill, whacked my feet against the wall where, where it's positioned. I managed to scramble back onto it, scramble up. I press the stop button, but I've got two big, like, kind of brush uh, burns on both of You can watch
1: YouTube videos of people doing that. There's, like, it's, I think it must be the most popular fucking theme of YouTube videos. People just fucking having calamities. What I'm saying is you're not alone. Calamities of yeah. that exact style on treadmills. Are, are, is, there's yeah. almost an epidemic, a global epidemic of them. It was,
2: it was one of them where where everything was obviously going really quickly, but it felt like it was going in slow motion. like a <laughs> Car
1: crash. What? But, but I managed to Wonderful. scramble
2: myself back to my feet and switch the thing off. But you're not. So you,
1: you got bruises, but nothing too serious.
2: Nothing too serious, I just thought it would make decent content did, for a did, couple of minutes. Did
1: Oscar observe any of this? No, oh, he wasn't oh, there, yeah. I, I don't so have he, him involved it wasn't, when I he would have, It would have freaked him out, it, it would me. have traumatised so, him.
2: I mean, what I'll do next time is just attach the little emergency clip Yes, that, that stops then, the machine but, if you come off. Yeah,
1: but that also activates local social services as well yeah it's a red cord. all red
2: cards activate you, you, social services you encode services. it yeah.
1: for that yeah and they'll come yeah well
2: that's what I want isn't yeah, it yeah
1: they'll come around and get you and with any luck you'll get put in some sheltered housing for a couple of weeks getting your yeah. tea brought to you every day lovely stuff
2: yeah halfway house sort of thing yeah, yeah. that would be good so uh yeah that's that's uh what I've been doing I didn't do the um update on the football predictions
1: but I'm I i can not uh, remember what what we even predict? I predicted West Ham would lose, and so did you. But we we accidentally won. And I've got to say, I'm won. so desperate for there to be a change of management at our club that I have got to oh, that stage. Like that we that we discussed recently. Um, yeah. So I was asking you if it had ever happened to you at Sunderland, where you don't want your team to lose, but when they win and they win narrow, because we won very, we won, we were shit. It was a shit game, and we had like the substitute came on and scored a bit of a worldie out of nothing and then that you think well that's just a stay of execution now do you know what I mean all that does is delay the inevitable by some extra weeks weeks that we can't afford because during those weeks we could be you know losing more points so that's how I felt he might turn it round yeah he, he, he 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 might he might he might I'm but the, the other the, thing is is when you're in a situation like this is you think, well actually we need new players because there comes a point when you're playing badly and losing games that you'll know when you kind of you don't like the manager and then all of a sudden you get an epiphany because you're all hmm. telling each other the players are good, the players are sound, do not question the players. It's the manager. And then all of a sudden you think, Oh no, maybe the players aren't good. Maybe the players are actually shit and maybe they yeah. were shit all along but we just couldn't allow ourselves to believe that do you know what I mean maybe the coach was getting the best out of them and now he can't anymore that's exactly it like if you look we've got players like sorry this is really football league but Thomas Suchek who when he first came he became a bit of a name didn't he people knew who he was at other clubs because yeah, yeah. he kept scoring goals he was tall he was, you know and like yeah people who's being linked with big money moves to other clubs and stuff like that but He's since, for about the last year, but a bit more than a year now, he's turned out to be, like, useless at playing football. Like, he, he can't oh, play football. What, what he is, is he's, yeah, he's extremely tall, you know. Right. And, yeah. yeah, Moyes just was getting the best Not out suitable. of him. But there's only so long you can do that until the rest yeah. of the Premier League will kind of work him out.
2: Well, we'll see. It's either the players or it's Moyes. It might gel no, again. It, Everything no, might get it may, around.
1: It may be both. It could be both. Very often, it's but we you know, never really be sure. You be, you've seen enough relegations and stuff. You know, I've yeah. seen a few. It's um, sometimes it's just like, oh, and everyone goes, this is the reason. That's the reason. You're all arguing and all the fans have got fucking pointless opinions. But the real reason is the players and the manager and the club aren't good enough. They're not, everyone's yeah. shit. That's and that's why get we're getting relegated. Punch. People yeah. always want it to be some sort of like, more interesting explanation than that but it's just like no if you're a bit shit we've done some research over the last 25 mm. years looking at Premier League clubs that have been relegated and the one common theme in all the teams that get relegated is they're all shit the, they're all meaning shit. the players yeah. are shit they're not good at playing football and the managers shit and loads of other things about the club are shit
2: and the people running the club are generally shit, shit, shit as well the fans have
1: turn shit you know the fans will turn shit a lot of times when you're in a relegation battle because they'll be moaning yeah. too much and then that's that yeah
2: football's rarely more complicated than, than people give it credit yeah, for yeah yeah it's, it's if people saw simple, it as, sim- as
1: simply as it is as you and I so eloquently <laughs> describe it shit. as right <laughs> yeah then everyone be, there'd be lots of people out of jobs because you've got fucking, you know, a trillion websites, YouTube channels, radio stations, newspapers, well-paid newspaper columnists, all paid to have p- a, a complex opinions on something that fundamentally is not complex. It's extremely simple. Mm. It couldn't be more Sometimes simple. Sometimes it gets you weird. The more goals. That's it
2: sometimes it gets weird though like, like Graham Potter at Brighton where yeah. last season he got two league wins in 18 games yeah and that's shit that's shit isn't that's it that's
1: shit yeah that's shit you called it
2: and then they gave him the Chelsea job because mm. it, 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 they thought he was good even though he you was know, shit and now that, he's
1: shit there as well that's branding that's that's what you call branding right if you can brand yourself effectively as a manager yeah. then you can <clears throat> distract people from the facts
0: because you, you you
1: can go around, like, you, sometimes you can, like, in his case, he, what he did was he grew a beard, right? But yeah, in other yeah. cases, sometimes someone gets a particular, like, a new overcoat. I remember George Graham wore these lovely sort of almost cashmere-looking kind of woolen overcoats, mm. really nice, like, classy, like he'd got it from, you know, um fucking Savile Row, like, tailored overcoats. Yeah. And George Graham's quite a dapper, handsome guy anyway, And I remember thinking, this geezer, he's fucking... He ran out of steam at Arsenal, right? He he won the league with them a couple of times. But after that, they ran out of steam. They were a very negative, boring team when he managed them. Um, And then he got done for fucking having his hand in the till, right? Mm. But then what he did was, I thought, there's no way back for old Georgie boy now. But there was. He bought himself a lovely coat. And with this coat, he suddenly people thought of him like a continental manager because he looked so stylish in it, right? And he rocked up at Leeds and he was on the touchline and he looked a million dollars and you start to think, this guy fucking knows his stuff. George Graham, he knows football inside out. Look at him. He's like one of them Italian managers you see on Channel 4 on a Sunday striding up and down the touchline, gesticulating well, with a nice tan and an overcoat. So then he goes, I think he went to Spurs after that. He carried on getting employment. It was because of the coat. With we've, we've, um, this guy, Graham Potter, he got a beard. So everyone thought, oh, he, he's a bit trendy. He must yeah. know what he's on about. He doesn't wear a suit. He's like Pep Guardiola or something. He
2: wear a jumper.
1: Yeah. So sometimes... Well, I, mean,
2: just, I was talking to my mate about it earlier on, about Potter, and his son pointed out, that when Potter got the Chelsea job, the beard received a nice trim. Yeah. it was quite sailor,
1: bushy. Sailor beard. He's like Captain bushy. Haddock.
2: Yeah, he's had it all nice and trim now for his mm. new job at Chelsea, and he's had his cut as well. Yeah. So I'll say it's branding. Yeah, it's all branding. Still all shit, this though. manager stuff. Yeah. Still shit though.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I have to know. say, you called that a long time before he got the Chelsea job. You, you, you said he was a fraud. Um, yeah. And uh, and you've been proven right. So yeah, well, I
2: called the fella at Fulham a fraud when he was Marco at Silva. Although he's Marco doing all Silva, right, at he's Fulham doing all right now. now. So who knows yeah, and also look-
1: you know, if you look at Moyes, like you hated Moyes probably more than any other manager, and yet yeah, then he was doing amazing for two solid years. He was uh, West Ham were brilliant under him, right? And I was like, Andy, look, you got to accept he had a bad experience at Sunderland. <laughs> But the bloke is now a good manager and you're like, no, he's still shit. And I was like, no, he's had two years of success at a club that never have success. He can't be shit. No, he's still shit. Now he's shit again. So really, who knows? Marco Silva, he was shit. Now he's not shit. He'll probably be shit again. No one's good the whole time. Look at Mourinho. For years, he looked like everything he touched turned to gold. Right, last three it, or four all jobs. Ship. Now three or four jobs he's had, he's more or less failed in them. So no one keeps going forever. I, I suppose Alex Ferguson was the only one who, you know, really just consistently throughout. So even Cluffy stayed Pretty on much. too long. You know.
2: Yeah. Um, well, yeah. It's it's all good or it's all shit. Mm. That's, that's the basic message there.
1: Yeah, you um, can make that well, the, if not the title, then at least the sort of cell line for this episode. Yeah.
2: That's it from this episode. Mm. Uh, we've got, if you're IFS, on Wednesday, I think it is, we will be beginning the... Um, no, no, it's, it's Tuesday. Mm. It's tomorrow, IFS History Box, mm. 1980s Rabies.
1: Yeah, the long-awaited we'll rabies odyssey is finally upon us. So if we've you got, have been um, thinking about subscribing via our Patreon, but not sure... Trust me, now's the time to do it. This is going to be one of the best odysseys we've done in a very long time. We're going
2: to be armed with so much
1: Yeah, there's um,
2: loads of Rabies content done. out there. There's 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 a four-minute compilation video on YouTube of Rabies public information films that we'll be looking at, and that's pretty much the bedrock of it. Yeah, but, uh, what more do you need? It's
1: great. It's great that we've been talking about this for a while. We've really like built up to it in our hearts. We're, we're very, very excited about this. Rabies mm. in the eighties and the seventies, I guess, was such a big yeah. thing. It was. It was as fashionable as the Bay City Rollers, wasn't it? And so. we're going to yeah. get right Tartan. stuck in. So upgrade now on the Patreon.
2: Yeah, we're going to get balls deep in rabies mm. for two thousand and twenty-three. Um, thanks for listening everyone and
1: goodbye (laughs) goodbye